Okay, warriors, you are listening to Unqualified Therapists. Remember, stay wild and weird. Hey, warriors, this is Amy. And I'm Sarah. We are the hosts of The Unqualified Therapist. We are not here to give you advice. We are here to tell you our stories, share your stories, and bring on the professionals from time to time. Mental health is complicated, and we know that from our personal experience. We believe in professional therapy. Both Sarah and I use that on our own healing journeys. But we also know it isn't one size fits all. The stigma surrounding mental illness can make us feel alone. We are not alone. You are not alone. And you're listening to The Unqualified Therapist Zinc. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Unqualified Therapist. (laughs) That was a great save. I like it. I had no sounds of my own, so I I had to go to the harp. (laughs) (laughs) The harp to indicate the the magical things that, you know, we find on these It's straight magic over here, folks. Straight Straight magic. magic. Always. (laughs) We have been trying to record for like two hours. I don't know. And um, we, I was supposed to be home like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> I've been here two hours, but we've just been chit-chatting. You wish you could have heard the conversation because... <laughs> I don't know about that. It was really <laughs> funny. <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoyed last week. So, I, you know, I like to make some sort of unofficial, no scientifically based research on social media that's like my my thing i like to do is i like to post different places and post different things hashtag no hashtag this that and the other and just kind of throw it up there see what works that is what every marketing person will tell you not to do i think every person (laughs) that we've worked with was like bad idea amy i put up a reel of my experience in nature that i spoke about last week it had thirty three thousand four hundred views And about 600 likes. What? And a whole slew of comments where people were talking about the fact that, like, in the very first clip that the water isn't moving, which means that, that means, like, if your gut's telling you something bad's going to happen, it is. I didn't even see that. Me neither. Not until I went back and looked. (gasps) And then there was, like, a little argument, like, is it leeches? Is it bad things? Like, omens, this, that, and the other. So there was all this talk. And then there was all these people who were like, oh, my gosh, me too, me too, me too. And then I didn't feel so alone. No, I think it's the whole. I love when people go creepy on me. I'm like, I am. That's what I said to the lady. I said, I am here for this. Tell me more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and get ready because I have been making all kinds of plans for some shit to go down in October for us, and and I'm excited for it. So, well, did you, if you know like spooky aspects of things? We're gonna take it there. That we have been officially invited to go and record on a haunt. What? I forgot to tell you, honestly. What the? 
and she Way told to me bury this. the lead on that one I'm woman. so sorry she told me this a long time like when i went rochelle? out yeah rochelle told me this when we went out at the beginning of june i can't believe i didn't tell you it has been a month sorry so, so we, we can we're, we've been invited to go and record so we can record the podcast like almost live. oh my gosh so if you're not sure what we're talking about um rochelle does haunts with steel city paranormal society here in pittsburgh and i was like too scared to even think about doing it when we talked with her all the way back on episode 19 yes getting ghosted um <laughs> And it, you'll see that there is some ghost interference in that episode, which is wild. But I'm ready now. I'm so glad you're ready. I'm ready. Because I was ready to rock and roll. So <laughs> we ready. talking to her. Rochelle's stories are wild. Like, this girl has some experiences that will chill you to the bone. So definitely check out episode 19, uh, Getting Ghosted, a paranormal podcast. It's just um, one of our earlier episodes, so you know, kind of bear with us on the sound and everything. But that actually, strangely enough, helps me uh, segue into yes. a story I had this week. Nice. <laughs> I do love a good segue. Yes. Um, about things that are kind of creepy and weird and whatever. So as you all know, I drive for Lyft. And I've told you that most of the time, uh, my rides are amazing. And sometimes I have some different characters that get into my car. And there was you gonna tell me a ghost got in your car? <laughs> no. Okay. But I am gonna tell you that somebody that I wanted out of my car immediately got into oh, my car. No, again? Yeah. So it was one of those that they got in, and the vibes were just off. I was Yeek. like, "Ooh, this feels weird. I don't like this." Was and it the guy with the belt? So it was like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But that is another story for another day. Yes. Yes. So this kid gets in, he's a, he's a young kid, probably early twenties. And like, he's kind of talking to himself and that's okay, whatever. <laughs> but I'm driving and I have this tattoo on my arm and the, my tattoo is two, they're like inverted triangles overlapping one another. And then there's a semicolon in the center. So this tattoo to me reminds me that we are all connected and that my story is not over yet. So that it reminds me of that connection, that I have a human connection, that I have something to live for, and that my story is still continuing. That's what that tattoo means to me. To this kid in the back seat. Oh no, did he say something satanic? He's like, dude, I love the pentagram you have oh on your God. arm. Oh! I was like, oh, no, that's not a pentagram. <laughs> He's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> like it's quite all right he's like what is it (laughs) is that his voice yes (laughs) so then I'm like trying to cheerily be like it's my reminder that life is connected (laughs) and that we are all loving beings (laughs) and I don't want to die so I'm like light and love light and love Where's my amethyst stone? I'm gonna put that on my third eye right now. Oh my god! I'm like trying I need my sage. I was trying to be like the biggest hippie I could possibly pull from myself. I should note that I do listen to podcasts in my ear while I'm listening when I'm writing people, and I may have been listening to a podcast about a satanic panic cult from oh the Lord. 90s. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
<laughs> now you could have taken that another way yeah and you could have been like yeah thanks man and then seen what he said because oh. that would have been epic i should have <laughs> but Damn i mean it. that's like that's definitely something you think of later that's not yeah that's a <laughs> in the moment you're like no fuck no it's not i swear to god no <laughs> in the moment my old ass was like oh honey no <laughs> Don't you know life is worth living? Oh, sweetie, no, this is about <laughs> life and love. Oh, my God, Sarah. Was that daytime or nighttime? It was daytime. Ooh. I always drive in the day. Damn. That was a good one. <laughs> I'm glad you saved it till we yeah. were on air because that yeah. is real good. So I've made it abundantly clear to everyone that I'm on a new path of I don't give a fuck. I have no fucks left, right? <laughs> yeah. And so one of those is comfort. I will be comfortable. I refuse to not be comfortable. Yes. Comfort is tantamount to I life. Mean, I am so into comfort that I was taking my walk tonight and I walk past this woman in the neighborhood and she is like in a moo-moo smoking like a Capri cigarette, yes. like watching her son run around. And I just thought, I want to fucking be yes. you. Think about like the big long dress that doesn't have any shape. Like, oh, yes. heaven. Yes, it is heaven. Everything can fl flit and float everything, about. Everything can just in a natural be way. <laughs> where it's supposed to be. Or where it's not supposed to be. Exactly, exactly. Because so many times we're stuffing it into things. And I've got all the contraptions to wear. But that's not every day anymore. And I don't have that many fucks anymore. So I decided that I was not going to wear a bra today because I was just coming to Sarah's. Girl, I haven't worn a bra since Nam. And Sarah has given me permission <laughs> to not wear her. I don't know why I needed her permission, but no. to not wear a bra at her house. So I got a shower after my walk and I thought, fuck that. I'm not putting one on. And I can't tell you how much more comfortable I am today. Th this is a weird juxtaposition here because in my older age, I'm mid 40s. Um, I have come to really enjoy thongs and G-strings. Yeah, G-strings I can do. Thongs, eh. Okay, rather than regular underwear. I will not say the panties. Ew. That's Whoa. so gross. Well, I ordered a couple thongs, and I was like, oh, these are nice. They were super comfy and, you know, whatever. And then, honestly, like, I get in the car, and I was like, oh, no. And Lily's like, what's wrong? And I was like this is not gonna work and she's like what is wrong and I was like these new underwear she's like where did you buy them and I was like airy and she was like oh she was like thinking probably like you shouldn't be shopping there mom but it's for everyone Lily <laughs> so we go to the movies to see minions I take the kids she's like you're not gonna do it are you and I was like oh you better believe I'm gonna do it did you head to the restroom fucking headed to the restroom Hell yeah ripped off my pants yeah ripped off that thong and threw that motherfucker right in the garbage yes. can yes I was thinking to myself though when they clean the <laughs> be like what exactly went down here um and so I come out and she just looks at me and like covers her head she's like you did it didn't you and I was like I sure did yeah and I felt a million times better and I was not going about to sit through a movie in uncomfortable underwear I can promise you that is not the weirdest thing that has happened in a movie theater bathroom yeah I really don't want to think about With 100 it 100 certainty I know I You've worked in the service interest industry. Absolutely. I worked in the hospitality industry. Especially because Listen. I went in the family mm, bathroom mm -hmm. with the lock and all the things. Yeah, I'm sure there's way weirder all things. All kinds of stuff. But it did feel weird to be naked from the hip and you know, a waist down. <laughs> 
with my shoes off in the <laughs> there was something with like on the other side of the door being like the theater vulnerability at its finest little, little, i don't think that's what brene brown bit, meant a little bit i did I, <laughs> she I'm said not, i'm not gonna lie i did run over to that door and make sure i double checked i like waddled over <laughs> Because I thought this, I this will fucker be, better be locked. This will be something to explain. <laughs> somebody opened the oh door. Oh my, that's happened to me before. Oh no. Yeah, I have been mid pee and somebody's opened the door and I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's more embarrassed when that happens. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. So, those of you cleaning up in the movie theater in West Mifflin, those are my underwear. They were <laughs> brand new too. <laughs> so, I guess the moral of the story is. I'm just going to be fucking comfortable. Tell us, send in your stories. What is the weirdest, if you want to perceive it that way, thing that you've done to make sure that you're at maximum comfort? Yeah, I love that. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Make it so that, you know, I'm not alone in this. Yes. I know I'm not alone. No, no, no. I know you all love to be comfortable. Unqualifiedtherapists at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram. Whatever works for you. Or if you don't feel like sending them in, just say no. <laughs> segway, 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 segway. 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 <laughs> That's today's topic. Yes, today we're going to talk about the opposite of comfort and go to what is super uncomfortable, and that is saying no. No. Thank you. Oh, why is it so hard? And that's what we're going to talk about. Why is it so hard? When should we say no? How do you freaking say no? These are all things that I think any adult really struggles with. And I think we need to go back to that toddler, yeah, not giving a fuck. That's right. And just be like, no, it's <laughs> yeah. not going to work for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I worked really hard on it. I'm sure you have as well. I have. I have. I was a people pleaser my entire existence. And I have learned how to say no. And there are some things that help me know if it's a yes or if it's a no. And sometimes you're allowed to say maybe, but not always just as like a get out of free card, <laughs> get out of jail free card. So we're going to just get into it and um, talk about what some of the experts have to say about saying no and some better ways to say no. So you're going to find all of our resources in the show notes. Um, but I wanted to start off by saying I found it really interesting because I was like, why is this so freaking hard? Like, why is it so hard to say no? And so some of the research that I found was that we're like conditioned not to. Because when we're kids and, you know, you say, you know, little Susie, go pick up your toys and everything. And Susie says no. And you're like, you don't say no to me. Right. (laughs) It's seen as disrespectful. That's how we're taught. We're brought up to be polite. And um, that's kind of accommodating. accommodating. Yes. And that's how it kind of starts. But then also as women, it's something that's ingrained within us to that's it's a politeness level and the accommodation. Yeah. Um, And it's so ingrained in us from day one. So I just found that like really interesting. It is really interesting. I, I think one of the things that we're both learning is how many things need to be taught explicitly to children yeah. that are not taught explicitly. And one of those is that we aren't taught how to advocate for ourselves. And we talked mm-hmm. about this, I know, in other episodes, but and when you can't advocate for yourself and you can't create boundaries, saying no feels like an impossible task. Yes. Like it would just be easier to say yes. Yes. And say, I don't care really about my life. I'd rather just like get out of the situation and say yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So in one of the articles that we're going to put down at the bottom from Psych Central, uh, they said that saying no is one of the best forms of self-care that we can engage in. And so the reasons for that um, can seem obvious, but really to me, I was like, okay, well, I needed this to be pointed out to me. Creating space in our schedules to rest and recharge. We're engaging in activities that actually align with our current goals. That's so important. I know. I love that. And then setting boundaries and learning how to do that with loved ones and people at work. That is how we get our power back to navigate our life on the path that we actually wanted to go because what happens is if we start saying yes to things that we don't really want to do somebody else is now taking our time exactly and our time is the most precious thing and so if you're giving that away out of pure pressure that's not really what it is but it's obligation guilt guilt all of these things then that's how your life gets off track is because you're like, before you know it, you're like in another, I don't know, volunteer position. You're like, I did not. Why the fuck am I here? <laughs> like, what did I do? How did this happen? And so it's and, 3 a.m. and you're baking six dozen seriously. cookies. <laughs> and I only know this because high 20s, my right. 20s Same. spent in a Christian situation. That would be church. So you just you. <laughs> Why are you laughing? You called it a situation. Listen, listen, it's called a situation. Like, yeah, no, I I get it. Because it it just is. I mean, it's the, for me, it was the epitome of like, you have to say yes. There is no no. And if you say no, like also then God's going to be mad. Right. (laughs) Right. I'm actually, I'm not just disappointing my fellow parishioners. I'm disappointing God. And if you say no, then God's going to say no to you. Oh, Okay, that's down another path, another episode Sarah and I have planned for you. Mm -hmm. So we have to learn and teach ourselves and teach our children how to pick the things that align with their lives, align with their passions, align with their beliefs. And there will be times that we have to do things that we don't want to do. And that's another lesson. But it's not all the time. I think a lot of times, too, it's a, a need to belong, a need to be needed, mm-hmm. a want to be needed. Codependency yeah, might fall in a little there. little bit, huh? Yeah. Which, got to say, recovering codependent here. Same. So, whew, woof on that. Oh, my God. I'm so <laughs> glad to not be that again Same anymore. Same here. That is, that's a hard life. The problem is, is that, so one is that you're going to get off track of your own life and where you're supposed to be going, you know, not supposed to be, but where you want your life to go. You can navigate this. That You're in charge of the boat. So, like, take it where you want to take it. The other thing is that, and this is, like, my biggest pet peeve, is that when people do things out of obligation or because they feel guilty and then they like to turn that shit back around it's under my skin right now my skin is crawling right now the worst feeling on both sides so if you are saying yes to what helping your friend move I will never say yes to that. (laughs) That's why I'm using it as an example, because it's something I think that people are okay with saying no to. I will send you $100 to put towards the movers, (laughs) because I know if I help you move, I'm going to hate you for a good year. And I don't want to hate you because I love you. I know. But that is not in my realm of things I can do. Mm -mm. I am sorry. And you know your limits, guys. (laughs) You know your limits. So stick to them. Know your boundaries. Love the people that are in your life by saying no. You can do alternative things. You don't have to be an asshole about it. By saying yes, 
to something you really don't want to do, it just puts everyone in a predicament that is uncomfortable and more uncomfortable than the confrontation of saying no. Yes. I thought this in one of the articles that we read, too. They talked about a study that they did at Cornell, and people were asked to, like, deface a library book. So it wasn't this, like, huge thing. Okay. But it was something that all of them felt was ethically wrong. So they were like, and I agree. I, I agree, too, but I, I don't know why I laughed. Because <laughs> it's something that sounds, like, so menial. But if somebody handed you a library book and they were like, I want you to scribble out this yeah, entire page. I don't think page. I could. Okay. So. I don't think I could do it to a book, period. I love books so I know. Much. Me, too. So. I think everyone in the study voiced an objection. They Mm -hmm. were like, I don't know if I want to do this or if I can do this. But half of the subjects agreed to do it anyways and deface the library book that it was too hard. It was much harder to tell the person no than it was for them to just do it anyways. I also wonder that if you defaced it, then you could leave. I might do it then too. Here it is. Okay, I gotta go by. I gotta get out of this situation. I'm so uncomfortable. You need to not overload yourself because if you overload yourself, then it's just a cycle that you're gonna go down. Well, overloading yourself too, it doesn't do the task any good because you're not gonna be able to do it well. It doesn't do the person that you're doing the task for any good because it's not gonna be done well. It doesn't do you any good. Because it's going to hurt your self-esteem, too, because you're like, I didn't even do that well. This is such a half-assed job because I said I could do it or I would do it. And here you go. I'm going to read some questions on how to decide to say no. Yeah. Before we learn how to say no. You ask yourself, do I have the time and energy to do this? And obviously, you have to be honest with yourself when you're asking yourself these questions. This is my favorite one. Will saying yes add value to my life? Ooh. Right? Yeah. Is someone trying to bully or gaslight me? That's a hard That's thing a hard to one. recognize sometimes. It is. It is. Am I doing this just to please someone else? That's a big. <laughs> <laughs> Am I being used? Again, that's like asking if someone's bullying or gaslighting you. You might not even know because you're in the situation. But just just a check on yourself here. Does saying no to this mean I can say yes to something important? Mm. So if I say no to this, does that leave room in my life for things that are more aligned with the path that I want to go down? What would need to change about this opportunity to make it a yes? Does something more important require my attention right now? Do I need time to rest and recharge? And another one that I starred because... I still am guilty of this. Oh, no. Am I just saying yes because I am afraid of missing out? Yeah, that's a tough one. And I feel like that's, you know, that's one that I'm still definitely doing. (laughs) I still am doing it too, or I'm catching myself almost doing it. Okay, yeah. Like where I'll catch myself and I'll be like, am I about to just put myself in a really bad financial situation (laughs) by saying yes to this like huge thing that somebody's asking me to you know to do or sometimes I'm exhausted yes but I'm like oh but I won't be I'll be the only one not there and then I might miss some funniness I like to have fun (laughs) I like fun I might I might miss the fun and then there won't be any more fun to be had and we know that stops there won't be any more false (laughs) (laughs) so how do we actually say no to people. That's the hard part. There's a a little framework that we found in our research, and I really liked this. And the first thing to make note of 
is to be crystal clear. And this was something that Randy, my husband, has been talking to me about since we've been together for the past 18 years or so. And I'm just now starting to get better at it. (laughs) He would be like, you can't be wishy-washy. You can't be like give a huge ass explanation about something. Just be crystal clear about it. Um, Because otherwise it can be confusing or you're opening the door for somebody who's pushy to be able to push right past that wishy-washy reason. They're just going to push you into a corner to say yes. And you're going to say yes. And then you're stuck in that position. The second thing is to extend gratitude. And Mm -hmm. I love that. So it's like starting off with being like, you know, thank you for thinking of me, but I'm, I'm not able to commit to this right now. Or I'm very flattered that you thought that I would be able to do this, but it's just not something that's going to be in the realm of my capabilities right now. (laughs) Here's another thing that I've struggled with. And you guys are going to be like, what? No. (laughs) Having a brief explanation as to why you can't do something. I tend to go down the hole. See, the reason I can't do it is because um, I have my kids on this day and then this this is happening and that's happening. Like, no, people don't need all the explanation. And even if they, so sometimes if they have the whole explanation, they'll be like, ah, but I can remedy that for you so that you can do X, Y, and Z. Right. The biggest thing I've learned in all of this is that no is a complete sentence. You don't have to have an explanation if you don't want to. You can just say no. No, thank you. No, thank you. That's my, and then you <laughs> I told you that's and my then, answer to everything. And then you do an about turn and you just walk away. <laughs> Number three, I'm going to put an asterisk on this as an optional thing. Offer an al- alternative. So I say do this if you want to. If the circumstances are right. So like if you have an alternative on the top of your head and you're like, you know what? I can't do it. However, here's something that's going to help you. Then that's great. But if you're going to put time and energy into helping this person find somebody else. Right. Or find another solution. Then that you may as well have just done but it. In here's the how place. I thought of that as it pertains to me. Okay. Let's say, for example, you need meals. And I say, Sarah, I love you so much, but no. (laughs) (laughs) Where can I get you a gift card to? (laughs) Yeah. Or let's say that someone is having a really bad day and it's a very close friend, but your kids are melting down and shit is going down at your house too. I have an hour tonight from like eight to nine. Can we get on and FaceTime and I can talk you through and help you out? Like, or just listen, or we can just sit there and just stare at each other whatever you want to do (laughs) but I can't come over right now yeah but but I can do this does that work and then maybe give one more option I thought of those as possibilities like I really want to do it I want to do something but my life is not allowing for it right right or I just don't cook (laughs) or just yeah yeah I don't do that (laughs) sorry not sorry you know, if somebody were to ask me, will you run in this this uh, fundraising 5K? I'd be like, yeah, I, I don't run. That's I don't do that. Sorry. I'll come cheer you on. Yes. <laughs> this kind of goes along with it. Share another resource. And that's another thing. If you have one on hand, great. But it, don't feel like it's your responsibility to find the solution for the other person. And then the last thing that they offered is maybe is okay. If you need more time to think, if this is something that you're like, okay, this sounds really great, but I need to think about the questions that Amy presented earlier. I'm going to say, you know what? Let me think about that for a little bit and I will get back to you. But only say that if you truly want to think about it for a little bit and get back to them. Don't use that as a put off to saying no, if that's what you're just going to do, end up doing in the long run. 
Exactly. So what are some things that we can say? So this was a funny one that I absolutely loved. It cracked me up. (laughs) I would love to say yes, but I actually wouldn't love to say yes. (laughs) That is not a list that I I did not see that one. Could you imagine? (laughs) I'm feeling like I'm putting that on my list. (laughs) That's like saying to someone, I hope you have the day you deserve. (laughs) Bless your heart. (laughs) Which is my new favorite. (laughs) I hope you have the day you deserve. Bye. (laughs) This one's a great one. I know some people like roll their eyes at shit like this, but this really resonates with me in like an energetic field way. I don't have the bandwidth for that right now. Okay, I laughed my ass off because bandwidth, is it overused? It could be. I haven't heard, I never heard it before until I started writing those articles. And and that was the terminology he used yes. about like, do you have the bandwidth to write more articles? <laughs> I was like, the huh, the what? It's like a computer term. Yeah, we don't talk about that in the teacher world. So (laughs) anyways, but yes, I I did. I did like that because it made sense to me, though. Do I have the bandwidth? And really, that's like, do I have the space? Yes. This one is good. It offers the gratitude, but also is very to the point. I'm honored you asked me, but I simply can't. I have another commitment. I'm afraid I can't. (laughs) Sadly, I have something else going on. I'm sorry. I'm not able to fit this in. What? (laughs) I don't know why I'm making faces at you because they all sound a little difficult to say. They're so, and I'm like getting hot saying them. Like they're making. This is it's, why it's so hard. Yes, it's so hard to say these things. But I thought we could learn some lessons from some famous clips of people saying no. Oh no. Okay, here we go. At number four, Doctor Evil telling his son Scott no. How about no, Scott? Okay. At number three, we have Rachel. Really, really not. (laughs) Number two, my personal favorite though, Moira Rose, talking about other commitments she has. (laughs) I am booked up, David. You should see my schedule. I'm positively bedeviled with meetings, etc. Oh, how is that not number one? That's so good. Because this is number one. A man who is near and dear to both of our hearts, Michael Scott. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, Sarah totally surprised me with those. She didn't even tell me she had this plan. Oh, that was so good. Oh, my gosh. You're right. You're right. He deserves the number one spot. Oh, that was amazing. So if you struggle, we just, could just take some inspiration from these folks. <laughs> no! <laughs> My God, no! <laughs> but I think I am going to start using Moira Roses. I am positively bedeviled with meetings, etc. etc. <laughs> oh my goodness. And if you can't remember any of this, remember you can just say, no, no. thank you. Oh, you said no, that you were so not much nicer. So much because more I think that when you say no, thank you, it's just a little bit more of a complete sentence. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if that doesn't resonate with you, say no. I'm going to go back really quickly to my whole obligation thing. And so let's go back to if it was us mm-hmm. who said yes, right? So if Sarah was like, I need help moving. And I said, <laughs> sure, okay, because she's desperate <laughs> or whatever. I will resent her 
And that's not fair to Sarah and that's not fair to me. It's not fair to either one of us. It can come with like watching children. Yes. They come up every single day in your life. And I want you to always ask yourself like, do I need repayment for this? If you need repayment, say no. Like if you want them to come back and do something for you now, say no. The resentment is really hard to get past with family members and good friends. You just can't, it's hard to get past. And so it's better to have the uncomfortable stuff ahead of time. I think another thing to keep in mind too is who is asking you these things? We all have that friend that just can't stop asking for help (laughs) with literally everything. Yes. And so it gets very hard to continuously say no. Right. But just having some of these responses in your back pocket are, are a good place to start. Even when you try and you say like, I have five minutes. And then that person decides to bust that boundary. You're like, oh, never again do I have five minutes. <laughs> right. So learning from that as well. I have an obsession with TikTok. What? Uh, it's real bad. It's real, real bad. I've had to really like cut myself down. I'm really into all. You set some boundaries for yourself. I did. I set some boundaries because I can get lost in it. But one of the things I heard on there that I loved that I had never thought about before is how to say no at work. And so you explain to whoever is asking you to do something, your boss, uh, you say, okay, these are the things that I need to get done today. And you list them or you show them the paper or whatever. And you say, if you would like to take one of these things off of my plate, then I would be happy to put the new task back on. I love that. But if not, this is all I can complete in one day's work. That's the perfect thing to say. Because I don't think people realize how much you have to do in a day. And I just think that's a very respectful, team player-y sort of way. You're not saying, like, I want to not help you. You're saying, can you take one of these tasks off for me? And I will happily take on what you're going to do. Probably most likely they'll be like, no, fine, go out your day. (laughs) I think going back to Dr. Katie last week, somebody asked a question about something along these lines. And she had said to... You know, if, if they come back with a, well, this is part of your job description, you should be able to do this, then you ask for that job description. I would be shocked. And have that provided to you. How many people can get a job description? I, I don't think many people can. And I, I would love to know if you want to <laughs> slip into our DMs. Yes. I also like this one is very nice. It's the no thank you, but it's a little extended. No thank you, but it sounds lovely. Yes. <laughs> That would be a party. Yes. Yes, exactly. So another one that could be work-related or personal-related is to offer that alternative by saying something like, I can't do it this time, but reach back out to me in a couple of months because I would love to X, Y, Z. If you mean it. If you mean it. If you actually mean it, yes. (laughs) Don't tell them to circle back Mm -mm. if you're just telling them to run in circles. Yes. I'm going to circle back and bubble that up to... (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, let's think about it. You know, there's so many times in life that you do want to be able to say yes. And if you truly mean that, then say that. That's a great option. You could, you know, even throw in a little bit of humor and say like, oh, I wish there were two of me because I would love to do that. But I just can't. As soon as she said that, I saw Michael Keaton in my head in the movie where there's many of him, Multiplicity. And it's just like... The more that they multiplied him, the dumber they got. The last one's like, I like pizza, Steve. He's putting a slice of pizza in his wallet. And so I'm just seeing all these Sarahs. 
That's what my multiplied was that cloned person would be. It would just be a dumber version. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but that could be the one that plays with the kids. That's a great one. (laughs) I like it. So, of course, because it's Sarah and I, it was a little silly. But the topic's serious. You know, if you don't start putting up some boundaries, advocating for yourself... Figuring out what your yeses are and where you want to be and where your path is headed, then it's going to be really hard to get to a life that you're um, happy, content. You know, it's where you want to be. And so help yourself, advocate for yourself, you know, navigate your own life and say no to things that don't line up with that. And, you know, you don't have to be mean. You don't have to be rude. You just just say no. And then that way you can also keep relationships with people that you wouldn't be able to otherwise because of resentment, which is much more difficult to get over than just somebody saying no. Yeah, definitely. It's honesty. It is. And we're going to talk about that later. Yes, we are. Um, And how important that is in life and how very much people are not honest. And it's so important to be honest to yourself about how much bandwidth... (laughs) you have (laughs) and about your goals and your priorities and who are the people that are the most important so one thing I did do for my sabbatical I made with sticky notes almost like um, a top-down pyramid thing and it was above my desk and on each sticky note was either a person's name or something in my life and during that time, if something asked for my time, I said, I was told myself I was saying no, if it didn't have to do with these things. So it was the people, like the people that are in my tiny circle, you know, the podcast, healing and therapy, yoga, like that sort of thing. Um, and then obviously at the bottom there, it was the responsibilities I have to do, like the house and the, you know, that sort of stuff. But Building relationships with my kids and Mike was the most important thing. Working on the podcast, going to therapy, writing the book and yoga. And that's basically what I did because I was able to say no because I knew that didn't line up with what it was I had intended for my time. Yeah. You were designing your time, designing the path to where you knew you wanted to end up. And for visual people, like that's, I'm a visual person too. Like that's an excellent way to do that is to have in front of you, like, these are the things I'm saying yes to. Right. Anything that falls outside of anything that feeds these things. Right. Are a no. Exactly. So did I have embroidery on one of those sticky notes? I did not. But it goes along with healing. I was going to say, you bet your ass you did. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was new. So you have... That's the other thing. I had room in my life for things that were new because I said no to the things that did not line up with what was going to allow me to heal and to evolve and become this new person I needed to be. That is a great lesson. I'm so glad that you were able to do that. Me too. It's phenomenal. I think the last thing I want to add is that if you have children, teach them how to say no. Make this a part of the things that you include in your life lessons and practice it with them. Because, I mean, not to go down a dark path with this or anything, but growing up as a female, you know, I didn't say no in times that I should have. And I did things that I didn't want to do or shouldn't have done because I felt like I couldn't say no. I was taught that it wasn't an acceptable thing and I needed to be a polite, good little girl who listened to whomever was asking me to do whatever. So that can be interpreted in a 
myriad of ways. I mean that on every level. Right. So let's teach our kids how to say no. We can teach them explicitly and we can lead by example. Exactly. When they see you making your priorities your priorities, saying no to things that don't line up, they think, oh, I can, you know, and my, my daughter's doing that right now as she's figuring out her friends and where she wants to spend her time. And she's like using some people in my life. As, she's like, so is this what you do for this and this? And it's just interesting. They're watching you. Oh, oh my gosh. Like hawks, you guys. <laughs> they really are. And, you know, so make sure that you are taking care of yourself so that they can take care of themselves. Oh, thank you so much for tuning in with us again and for giving us your precious time and Absolutely. making us as a part of, you know, the time that you're spending. We could not be more appreciative and we love you for it. So we hope that you stay wild and weird warriors. Always. Always. And protect that time. Yes. See you next week. This episode was brought to you by Sarah Simone and Amy Baumgartner. Theme song and other music provided by Epidemic Sound. Editing and production by Sarah Simone. To help us keep making episodes just like this, join our fan club at patreon.com slash unqualifiedtherapistsinc. Follow us on Instagram at unqualifiedtherapists, where you will find our link tree to all things here at the UT. If you have a story to tell or a topic you'd like us to discuss, email us at unqualifiedtherapists at gmail.com. Until next week, warrior, hold on, we're gonna make it.